0: Hey everybody, you're listening to Beyond 1894. This is the official podcast of Louisiana Tech University. Our guests today on the episode are Dr. Joe Kosky and Dr. Joel Stake. Uh, they sort of operate in different areas of the university as professors, but they've come together um, for sort of a special reason that we're going to get into today. Thank you both for being here. Thank you for having us. Thanks. Glad to be here. Okay, so you are Joe, you're director of the honors program. Yes. Joel, co-director of the honors program.
1: Uh, that's sort of a new-ish role for you guys, right? Yes, I was hired as director in August of 2021. Mm-hmm. And then we had never had an assistant director position, uh, but my boss, the provost, Dr. McConathy, when I interviewed said, we think we need to go in this new direction. We need to bring in, especially someone from a STEM field, uh, because honors had always been directed by people coming out of liberal arts. Of course, most of our students come from STEM disciplines. And so about a month after I started, in September of 21, I got the green light to start looking for an assistant director. And Joel and I met, and uh, so he's been in his position almost as long as I've been in mine. Joel, how long have you been at Louisiana Tech?
2: So I'm going into my eighth year at mm-hmm. Louisiana Tech. Um, and then my second year here with honors
0: so and you're a biology professor right Uh,
2: yes I'm a senior lecturer in biology Uh, they brought me in originally to teach um, the BISC 101 and 102 series so non-majors bio Uh, I just like helping students kind of wrap their head around biology so
0: so what was it about being a part of the honors program that was appealing to you
2: Well, I think for me I I went to a liberal arts college as an undergraduate Um, Part of what I love about teaching is where disciplines begin to cross over. And so biology doesn't exist in a vacuum. Um, The world uh, interacts in a variety of ways, not just biologically. And so honors has that same feel where you get students from multiple disciplines and they engage in this interdisciplinary dialogue and conversation uh, where disciplines start to cross over. Um, and students begin to make those connections and links.
0: Joe, what about you? Why was the honors program something you agreed to be a part of?
1: Uh, I had begun teaching honors my second quarter here. In fact, uh, my first year here was Dr. Rick Simmons's last year as the director of honors, and he was running the faculty orientation that we would do at the beginning of September. And so uh, I caught him at lunch one day at that and said, hey, if I'm going to be here, I'd really like to teach in honors. And he said, well, let's give you a quarter to get your feet wet, and then we'll see about winter. And so since winter quarter of 17, 18, I'd been teaching in honors. A lot of my philosophy minors had come out of honors. And so I had just enjoyed those classes tremendously. I found the students to be uh, engaging and challenging. And I also saw honors as something that had a lot of potential for growth. And so when the opportunity came my way, I I jumped on it. So you sort of touched on
0: my next question, which is what kind of makes honors classes and the honors program different from typical areas of a curriculum? Because it's not, I remember this was sort of pitched to me whenever i was becoming a student here, that it's not designed to necessarily just be harder than a normal class. It may be more challenging, but the the point is for it to be more engaging. You're Mm -hmm. supposed to get something out of it as a student. So talk about sort of what the point of honors is.
1: Yeah, I think that a lot of the students who end up in our programs probably grew up in elementary and high school participating in things like Um, advanced courses gifted and talented things like that and in those classes it's not necessarily about being harder it is often about being integrative being creative that's certainly at least what we're trying to accomplish in honors here and so what Joel said a moment ago about you know taking creative approaches and reaching across disciplines seeing connections that's a lot of what we try to do it is the case that structurally our classes are smaller they tend to be more in a seminar format. So you're trying to encourage conversation and not simply a one-way lecture kind of environment like you might get in a conventional class. Um, but really, I mean, honors does come out of something of a liberal arts tradition of attempting to integrate and thinking of, of knowledge and education holistically in terms of, you know, the overall good of the person.
2: Yeah, and I think for me... Um, I, you know, I mentioned it earlier, this idea that um, in our honors classes, we can dig a little bit deeper than just kind of the surface level. Uh, if I contrast my um, non-honors biology classes with my honors biology classes, um, in my honors classes, we can get to more how these things impact society in a way and have discussions with students um, driven around, okay, here's what science tells us and here's what the biology is how do we apply it? Why do we apply it a particular way? Um, How do we use those technologies? And and what are the ramifications of the use of those technologies? And and it's just something that I can't really accomplish in the larger um, kind of lecture hall style classes that I can't accomplish in those honors classes with those students in that smaller group.
0: Right. So um, you talk about sort of how honors functions. And part of the the benefit of having honors under some different leadership is that there's obviously room for growth um, and development as we move along. So um, talk about sort of the challenges that you've noticed with the honors program as you first come into this.
1: Uh, You know, I think the first thing I noticed about honors was that in order to complete the program, you need 21 hours of credit, but you just gather those 21 hours however you can mostly around general education requirement courses so two things emerged pretty quickly one was that honors didn't exactly complement each student's curriculum that there was no real coherence to the 21 hours you just you just pulled them together however you could but also and this is something that's developed since honors education commenced at louisiana tech A lot of our students now come in with dual enrollment and AP credit, and so a lot of their GERs, as we call them, uh, general education requirements, are already taken care of. So I realized that we had this dilemma where we were identifying these talented, driven, intelligent students. We were inviting them to participate in honors education at Louisiana Tech, and then we were in a way putting them in a dilemma where they were asking, well, how am I supposed to get the hours that I need? Uh, when I've already got so much of this covered from my high school studies. Uh, So that is one area that we have addressed immediately. And the other, I think, was a lot of our students wanted to feel like they belonged to something. There wasn't much of a programming communal dimension to honors. And that's something where we've really leaned on the students to help us begin to develop a variety of initiatives to to create a sense of community and identity.
2: Yeah, I think our students are probably one of the most underutilized resources that we have uh, on campus and particularly in the honors program. Um, And so tapping into their talent, um, their drive, and their vision, I think, was really important for us at the beginning.
0: Right, because like you mentioned, um, an honors student in general is going to have some credits coming in, Mm -hmm. and you don't want them to just be taking honors classes for the sake of getting their honors credits, right? So... Um, how do you sort of address that going forward? Is it just expanding the curriculum? Is it incorporating more honors classes from different areas into the
2: program? You may want to speak to this. So we're in the process right now. We've convened a faculty work group. And so we have pulled faculty from all of the colleges on campus to begin to, th- to think about what we want our honors students to look like when they're done. Um, And we've gone through this process of trying to identify key characteristics, um, key competencies, knowledge bases, um, skills that we want for our honors students. Um, And so we will uh, probably by the end of the year have some recommendations and begin to uh, have our curricular part take shape. Um, And so, you know, that then begins to add some coherence and a a thread of, Uh, meaning to what they do. And so they can begin to piece together courses in a way that makes sense for their own academic journey, um, not just through their major, but through honors and with us.
0: Okay. So um, talk a little bit more about how you see
1: honors growing in these other
0: ways. What is sort of your vision for the honors program moving forward?
1: I mean, my vision for honors is that it eventually becomes an honors college where we have pulled together the kinds of resources where we can really give the students that we identify and invite to study with us a chance to level up their experience at Tech. Uh, And that creates opportunities for alumni. Uh, That is to do things like help us create scholarships, to fund initiatives like study abroad. Often honors colleges are honors programs with um, extra resources that are dedicated to giving not just the students but the faculty who participate in the honors an opportunity to really spread their wings, engage at a new level in the research that animates them, that drives them, and gives them opportunities for new experiences. That's where I'd like to see things go. I think that a lot of what Joel and I have been doing the last year plus now has been laying the groundwork for things like that. Uh, and so, I don't know, I mean, beyond that, what's there to say? I mean, I think that's the, mm-hmm. that's the vision or the dream at least.
2: Yeah. And I, I think the important part of that is understanding that, you know, when Joe and I came in and began to think about what honors is and, and what it looks like now and what it can look like in the future, um, the students play a role in helping to shape that vision. It isn't just our idea of what honors is. It's really meeting the needs of what the students Um, are telling us they need and they want throughout their experience
1: yeah that's interesting that you say that because what we learned we spent a lot of time with our students our first year we did um, focus groups had some town halls tried to interact with students to really hear what they wanted and what we discovered was at least in this day and age students are aware of what's going on at other universities you know they have friends who've gone elsewhere because of the tremendous access to information that we all have now at our fingertips, they've probably applied to other schools. They just know what's out there. And so when it comes to honors education at other universities, we had students say, look, my friends are doing this. Can we have this here? And we would say, well, yeah, let's let's work on that. And so that actually drove a lot of our vision. Um, A lot of our ideas came from the synergy that we experienced talking to our students. Cause it's for,
0: it's for the students, it you know, it, students, it's what, yeah. it's what they need to get out of it. Um, and there's also, you mentioned students, there's also an honors advisory board, right? Is that the, is that what you call it? Yeah. So tell me about how they sort of function helping you guys figure this out.
1: They pull us along. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those are driven students. They're the ones I talked about the communal dimension of honors. They're the ones who are really making that happen. Um, they've become, a, an official student led organization. So we consult with them. But they're, I mean, they're on the loose, they're out there making things happen, creating opportunities for community, uh, whether that's service project oriented or creating social events for students to generate that sense of identity. Um, So they're really just getting started. But when I look at what they've done, even in just the first two months of this year and and what they have learned and how they've applied what they've learned from putting on events and, and going back and retooling, I'm just, I'm very excited about what that group of students is up to. And they represent all five of the colleges. I, I'm i going to go back
0: to what you said about um, branching out and, and reaching across disciplines. So how do you pitch the idea of the honors program to a student who maybe does see it as a sort of liberal arts-focused adventure with uh, very English and history-specific credits mostly? How do you sort of pitch that to them and, and frame it perceptually as something that's a little bit more intricate than that and could be more beneficial to them at this point?
2: Well, I I think for me, um, like I said earlier with biology, right, my discipline doesn't exist in a vacuum. The, The living world interacts with the material world in a way where there are consequences, right? And so if you're an engineer or you're a biologist, it's you're going to make discoveries and you're going to do these things, but they're going to have an impact on people. And, you know, I always say this example and engineers might get mad at me, but right, <laughs> if you if you build a bridge, right, you're building a bridge to connect two things. What are you connecting? Why are you connecting them? Are you connecting the right two things? Is there some historical reason? Is there some contextual reason why you put the bridge in that particular place? Um, because there's an impact of who you connect and why you connect them. And I think that's the element that honors can bring to a STEM discipline, right? And it's the same thing in biology. You can, you can make a discovery, but th- what is the impact of that discovery uh, on the organism itself? on the environment that the organism lives in. Is it threatened? Does it need conservation focus? Is it going to lead to some other discovery of medicinal value or something like that? And so I think what honors does for those students is it provides that context and perspective.
0: Makes perfect sense. So what do you see out of a student who completes the honors program? What is sort of the uh, benefit for them? What sort of things work for them moving forward after they graduate, that is maybe because of the honors program that they're able to accomplish these things.
1: I guess in terms of intangibles, what you're looking for is somebody who's multidimensional, who's grounded in the discipline that they've been inducted into through their major and minor, uh, but also because they've had uh, this multidimensional approach to their learning, will bring qualities of vision, of comprehensiveness, of being able to see connections and think creatively that that might stretch beyond what a more conventional approach to their given major might have been. Um, you're trying to give these students uh, interesting, unique opportunities that will grow them as people. And And I often tell my students, you know whatever you end up doing professionally, whether you're an attorney, an engineer, a doctor, what have you, you're still going to be doing those things as a human being. So what what kind of a human being are you going to be? What kind of a person are you going to be? And, and honors focuses on that dimension a lot. I think beyond that, because of our, our emergent emphases on things like undergraduate research, we're also hoping that students will come out of honors with very tangible things that they can you know, present to potential graduate or professional schools they would go on to or to even take on the job market. And so we look for ways to help students produce things that will set them apart, both in terms of what's on their transcript as well as other what we would call learning artifacts that they might bring uh, to potential schools or employers.
2: I think one of the other areas that uh, can impact graduates, um, we've started to look at putting together competitive applications for nationally competitive scholarships. And so we have a person who helps sort of guide through the process of identifying students for these nationally competitive scholarships like Goldwater and Truman. Um, We're a STEM university, pretty heavy. There's no reason we shouldn't have Goldwater winners uh, in our future. Um, And so we can identify those students early and work them through the process of application um, so that they're applications are well prepared, that they're well prepared for the interviews, um, and we can begin to showcase what we already know about our students, and that's they can be nationally competitive uh, in pretty much any of our disciplines.
0: Joel, you talked about how sort of biology feeds into your approach to to the honors program and sort of your approach to the students. Um, Joe, philosophy is a little bit different from biology, just a little, right? Um, How does that sort of Shape the way that you approach the honors program?
1: Uh, My background is in philosophy of religion, theology, and hermeneutics. Hermeneutics is about the study of the nature of interpretation and understanding. And so I think a lot about those things. Um, Aristotle famously says at the beginning of the metaphysics that human beings by nature desire to know. And so I bring. That same kind of approach to everything that I do. I mean, and it plays really well in a university. I mean, to tell a room full of students, human beings by nature desire to know. It's it's hard to argue with that um, when you're coming together around these common texts and purposes uh, to learn together. And so that informs what I do. I, I you know I tell our students we have students who come in to honors who are highly structured. They have a plan. We have students who have spreadsheets with their whole curriculum laid out, and I tell them, you know, it's great. It's great to have a plan. It's great to be driven. You will never have the opportunity again that you have these next few years, though, as an undergraduate to discover, to be surprised, uh, to wonder about things. So it's good to have a plan. It's good to have expectations. But see honors as an opportunity. See your undergraduate experience is an opportunity uh, to learn things about the world that are outside of the framework that you brought here. And that, that informs what I do in the classroom. It informs the way I think about honors. I, I just think it's a, I think that the most important thing about knowledge is not that we produce it, it's that we discover it and that this adds an essential dimension to our lives as human beings. And so I, I try to in some way express and transfer that to our students. Oh, I'd just like to, to thank you for inviting us and acknowledge that we, we're hoping that this is the start of our lucrative podcasting career. That's right. Or maybe a morning radio show. That's or right. The Honors Guys. The Honors Guys. <laughs> Where people can listen to us on their commute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thank you, the Honors Guys, for being here with us today. Um, the Honors Program is definitely growing and changing. I know um, I was in it not too long ago. I was here, for, I was a student from 2014 to 2018. And uh, it, it served me well in that time, but um, what it's becoming is definitely something I think I would have benefited from. So I'm, I'm happy to see where it's going and I'm excited for you guys and I hope you guys continue to enjoy it um, because I know the students are better for it. So thank you. Thank you both for being here today and uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Yeah, thanks Bye. for having us. Thank you for listening to Beyond 1894. Please subscribe and rate us wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about this episode, check out our show notes. Beyond 1894 is produced by Louisiana Tech University's Office of University Communications.